This week on the Omnic Weekly. A new hero is being teased and he might live on a boat. The new Paris map went live. The first week of the Overwatch League was very surprising. And there's this week's LPP. Welcome. The Omnic Weekly. Welcome everyone, it's Friday, February 22nd, and this is episode 50, we got 50 man, of the Omnic Weekly, Woo. I'm D, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it before, we but didn't okay. know well, where we were allowed to woo, <laughs> had to, you can woo at any point, I'm D and I'm joined by, there's the leg, <laughs> no, I apologize, it up. it's okay, it's okay, this is the way we roll, rock and roll. I don't have to have to introduce everybody because you heard them all. Hannah, how Hi. are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yep. Okay, that sounds good. Are you <laughs> happy that we are at episode fifty? I am. I shocked. <laughs> shocked. Yeah, it's like why? I don't know. Like, have we really done like forty-nine yeah, episodes? Ep- well, yeah, basically, in a few hours we'll have done fifty. Yeah, which is crazy. It's insane. It is, it is. Onwards to 100. LP, what do you think, man? Uh, my soundboard is delayed today. So it's like, remember like that one Twitch episode we did? Yeah. It's delayed. Yeah. yeah. So if you hear me interject in between sentences, it's because I'm pressing the buttons. I'm trying to like time them on time. So like my oh. reactions, like try, watch this, watch this. Yay. This is my favorite one. Check this out. Wow, that I, I was love really the way that he thinks that we can hear something, but we cannot hear anything. I don't know, Anna. Can you hear anything? Uh, I can hear the bash. <laughs> I can hear him bash, but there's no sound coming out. <sighs> what are you doing, LP? I, I'm just the, these are my these are my sound. Watch, I'm gonna hit another one. This is my LP soundboard. I have a soundboard for myself. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, I, you know sometimes you gotta react. On, so you know, on was cue. that yay from your soundboard? Yeah, that was okay. So check oh, this out. This okay. Is, this is my favorite one. My favorite Bastion skin is. <laughs> oh my god! We just got trolled by LP. LP what? is trolling himself. It's just. <laughs> it well, is a new level. And, 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 oh my god! And, and yeah. It just got weirder the further in we got. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, this is what happens when we don't record for a week. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We for the people that uh, missed us last week, we had to skip an episode due to planning issues. Someone was busy running a convention or something. I don't know. Yeah, I had to do uh, the one up. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. God. laughs> we had the one up convention last weekend, so um, that was a bit intense. But I survived. We're going to do it again next year. But that's let's discuss that in, in maybe uh, uh, 50 more episodes. I'll be. Can I be uh, involved? Apart- <laughs> what? I'd can, like to be involved. You, well, anybody can be involved, but it's in Belgium, so that's kind of hard. Maybe one day we'll do one in the UK. Who knows? Maybe we'll yeah. grow. Maybe we'll do something crazy. Or you can like slide into EGX Rest or something. Into what? Uh, EGX? Oh yeah, the convention in Bristol. Yeah, it's in yeah. April. In April. I mean, There's you're not going to make it this year, but... 
Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> not now. My first, my, my next focus is on um, GDC, and I still have a shit ton of stuff to do before that. So that's my next uh, nerve-wracking event to go to. But don't well, worry, guys, I'm trying to get him to the UK. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah, yeah I want to go come back to the UK as soon as possible. I always, way back, I used to go to London at least once a year, but yeah, it has been a while now. We're all anxiously waiting if you guys are going to stay, are you going to go, what's up with this? You know, I think the timing on that is going to be up soon, right? Just to go into politics for one minute? Uh, I would say yes. The timing has been up for a long time. Um. Yeah, but isn't there like a big deadline in, uh, in March? March, yeah, somewhere in March. I knew that. Okay, mm. did someone put? Can someone put new batteries in LP because he he's really quiet right now? LP, are you doing okay, man? Yeah. <laughs> How have you been doing with the new job? Oh, it's it's been great. Having a lot of time um, to plan out events, uh, meeting a lot of people. And, you know, it, it's something that I do often with the community. If you've been following the Chaos crew, um, the, you know, the community aspect to this whole like mayhem following has been absolutely a pleasure. Um, every after every event, you know, there's always someone that comes up to me and, and is just delighted to be part of these events. And that's truly what makes these events worth it. Exactly. So but that's beautiful, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah. You know, the job's been great. The job's been great. Yeah. I'm trying to fix this LP keyboard though, so I can get it to <laughs> yeah, not think, be delayed. I think you'll need a new one. I would just throw it away and buy a new one. Just right. order it while we do. Uh, while we do, maybe you know what? Let's do the news flashes. This week in Overwatch news brings us the most new content we've seen in some time, giving players plenty to look forward to. Earlier in the week, we saw the arrival of the new assault map Paris to all platforms. The map is a very detailed representation of the French city, with sites that include the Eiffel Tower, the River Sienne, and a cabaret based on the Moulin Rouge. Players can also find a pastry shop that, according to law, has just reopened after being robbed by a roadhog and junk rat. The same patch also introduced the health and armor adjustments that have been on the PTR for a few weeks. Another big content drop is the first hint towards Hero 30. This week, the Overwatch Twitter released a lore teaser in the form of a letter. Written by a Talon member to his superior, the letter details a mission to retrieve a rogue agent named Jean-Baptiste Augustine. Could Baptiste be Hero 30? Lovers of Overwatch merchandise will be excited to know that Blizzard's partner Hasbro had their annual toy fair this week. A number of new Overwatch-related items were revealed, such as the second series of Nerf Microblasters, a new range of Ultimate figures, and an Overwatch Monopoly board game. And for your Omnic Esports news of the week, the apparel company, Alt, will now be providing additional merchandise for the Overwatch League. Alt has previously created merchandise for the Philadelphia Fusion back in Season 1. With the first week of Overwatch League in the books, we are now up to Twitch viewership numbers, which have totaled over 650,000 hours from last season, while the total views went down 55,000. The Toronto Defiant Academy team, Montreal Overwatch, has announced their roster for contenders. Tensa, Hui, Naga, Logix, Nomi, Shane, and Goliath are now part of the team. Thank you for the update, guys. Time for the round table. 
every week we discuss a few topics that have been on our mind and are preferably Overwatch related. So, Anthem dis- came out today. <laughs> I thought that we talked about this was being this was going to be an Overwatch podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to make sure that everybody understands that LP. So stop talking about. No, I don't know if you're still going to talk about Fortnite since Apex Legends came out and you've been raving about Apex Legends. But I want to make sure that you remember that it's an Overwatch podcast. And something happened this week, actually. So we have something to discuss. Yesterday, even. Just oh, the sorry, day cat. before we recorded. <laughs> the cat's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Torture. <laughs> now, yesterday, uh, around 7-ish, my time, waffle time, there was this tweet that came out from Blizzard, and it showed a little movie clip that was hinting towards the next hero. Well, that's what we think, at least. Hero turning. Because <laughs> I'm going to finish this quickly because I think Hannah's going to explode if I don't let her talk about it. Um, so yeah, there is this hint towards uh, a dossier being hacked by Sombra, which is really interesting by itself that Sombra is hacking stuff and hacking, and that's the important thing, Talon uh, files and finding out a little piece of uh, uh, Talon and slash Overwatch history. So we have been talking the last few weeks on the podcast that we might get a new hero in March, but with the Paris map, we were making links to maybe the next hero being Maximilian because he's French. Uh, and maybe, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And maybe the next um, archives event might be something in that same trend. It turns out if this is a new hero, that it might not exactly be a French person, but it might tie into the next archives event. What do you say, Hannah, before you explode? Oh my God, honestly, I don't know where to start. There is so much to unpack um, in this thing. So what I will do first is we will talk about what is in the letter and yeah. then we shall dissect it afterwards. Um, so basically, Sombra hacks into Talon. We get this letter from a random Talon commander who was like, Look, I found the personal log of the guy we're looking for. But I can't find the guy. And then in the personal log, um, someone is talking about tracking down another Talon guy who, for whatever reason, has gone rogue. Um, They're talking about trying to find him. um, The... This guy used to kind of train him, trained him as an operative. Um, That this rogue agent is a medic, that they are an amazing shot, that they have Mm -hmm. the devil's own luck, um, and that this rogue person has already killed, possibly, a couple of members of the strike team sent after him because he sent the person looking for him a box with all of their talent badges in at the hotel he was staying at, which is lovely. So yeah, that's basically what the, the information that we got. Um, which is in the letter. And it's a kind of, a, it's a, basically it's a report telling his uh, superior officer that he's failing at doing his job, which I think is a bad thing if you do that in talent. But anyways, that's well, just the, that fact. Like the second one, it's not, it's like a personal, oh, <laughs> Dear diary, yeah. <laughs> today I was looking for my <laughs> my old deputy and uh, they sent me a box with yeah. the strike team's emblems in. 
Yeah, that's I a shame. Started... I wish I could drink rum with him again. When I started reading that, I was that expecting something. Quote. Yeah, yeah, that's basically in the letter. I, I expected something more grim in those boxes, but I have been watching too many movies, I guess. But um, yeah, so basically the guy that they're looking for is called... The guy that they're looking for is called Jean-Baptiste Augustine. Augustine. And um, he's a medic, but there's a lot of descriptions for this guy. So the one thing they say is that he's a medic, but like you said before, he's also a really good shot. Or he has a good aim. Was that the way that they phrased it? Something like that, right? Um, he's like the best shot. Yeah. Like he's a surprising shot for being a medic. There are also oh. some references to him being really um, taking. He's he's able to take a lot of damage or something like that. Like he's really sturdy. He's built. Uh, let me find the exact description. A bit. Uh, I helped um, train him myself. He was one of our best. I've never known a medic to be such a good shot, and his adaptability to new situations is a rare talent. All of us have seen our fair share of conflict, but Baptiste was built to survive. I swear yeah. he has the devil's own luck. Yeah. That's basically, by the way, the devil's own luck. Is that something referenced? Is that the voice line of one of the other characters? I read that somewhere. But there was a line, a little line in there that really referenced... Um, Referenced one of the voice lines, I think Reaper's voice lines or something like that, but I don't know if it's that one. Uh, the Devil's Own Luck is a sounds like a badass. Yeah, he sounds like a badass, and he's he's a badass that quit Talon. So it's a, an interesting plotline by itself, and I'm wondering, like, is he going to, because yeah, that, we're just not now we're talking about this guy, the lore around it. We're not even discussing the fact that he might be the next hero because that's the discussion that we can have later there's well, so that's many kind theories. of part of the, the theory mm -hmm. yeah it's the the, the fastest or the, the most obvious conclusion is that baptiste would be the one that we'll be getting uh pretty soon as a new hero but you know you know blizzard right they <sighs> usually um they like to do the bait and switch yeah they like to um draw our attention on something to the left and then Pull out an Orissa to the right. But, uh, yeah, they're really sneaky that way. But it's interesting to see one. What the first thing that springs to mind is that uh, Sombra is hacking Talon. We knew she is kind of in a gray zone when it comes to Talon and Overwatch. She's whoever pays her or who gives her the most information, the data. And then, um, yeah, the fact that this guy just decided not to be evil anymore, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even if, for whatever reason, we know that he's left um, Talon because Talon is trying to get him back. And basically, he's wanted dead or alive. Preferably alive because of his skill set, but if mm -hmm. they can't bring him back into Talon, uh, the captain's name is D. Cuerva. Um, so Cuerva. Cuerva, yeah. Jose Cuerva. No, D. Whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to suppress asking. Yes. Sit, but... Yeah, sit down. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't know if this person is male or female. I oh, yeah, scoured the... through that letter, and there is no reference to Quavo's gender anywhere. Yeah, and there has not been a reference to this character in any of the lore before. Mm -mm. No. And then there are the three teammates that disappeared. They uh -huh. gave those names too, but th those are also characters that we have not seen in the game before. Yeah, so we've got Doubleday, Matzea, and Pakanowski. 
damn, that's a, a really um, a, an international crowd. To Absolutely. Say yeah. And um, and then we have the the analyst, which is the person that we talked about that is analyzing this report and reporting yeah. about it to his own superior. That's a Vietnamese name, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Trung Li Wen. Which is also the name of an artist. Might be that this artist worked for Blizzard now and that it's a bit of a reference to whoever designed the character. I don't know. That's crazy. So a lot of new names, guys. A lot of new names that were added. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Talon always, for me, I knew there was this, we, we knew that there were soldiers, foot soldiers, that there were, you know, the heavies, the, the snipers, the ones that we all got to see during the previous archives event. But um, I don't know. I hadn't expected them to to play them out so much as individuals. Well, a strike team will be a bit more than just a general foot soldier. Mm-hmm, exactly. They'll be more elite trained, particularly if they've got a senior analyst trying to find out what happened to the entire strike team. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have someone, if, if, if it was just four random foot soldiers, you're not going to waste that many resources trying to find out what happened. But like a, a super elite strike team, you're going to. Yeah. You're going to put effort into that. Yeah, they're not red shirts. That's basically what. We're yeah, saying. basically, they're not red shirts. Um, but I, I like the way that Talon has evolved over the last two years. From, in my perception, being one of these small, uh, angry group of angry people, you know, like uh, uh, Reaper is the best example, of course. <laughs> and two, really, a, an org. An organization where where people have you know and senior analysts you know that's a military organization with a lot of structure. It's not yeah. like a, a, a bunch of you know Doctor Evil's minions or something like that. I know. There's a really structure in there. They're not just a bunch of of nerds sitting around a table. They're a full yeah military force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they're basically I guess the some sort of evil successor to Blackwatch. Well, Blackwatch was still a different story, right? That was more of um, an elite force within Overwatch that was... Yeah, so the Blackwatch were the Overwatch strike force, effectively. Um, Yeah. But they were kind of Mm -hmm. secret enough that they operate... Like, secret services they operated outside of. Yeah, they had had no responsibilities to... uh, Yeah. They did not need to report towards any other... Well, except for soldier i guess yeah i mean like they reported to overwatch but they weren't like as a, an elite team they didn't have to secret ops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they weren't exactly following country laws yeah so yeah the, the first rumors or the first conclusions like i said before is that this batiste might be the new hero and uh-huh. a medic okay he'll he'll have support abilities but they are really making it so obviously undetermined. Yeah. What his role will be that I'm starting to think, and I'm not the only one, that it might some be some kind of hybrid, but will it be a hybrid tank, hybrid damage? What will be, what do you guys think? Like, for instance, if I read his description out loud, he reminds me uh, of Anna. In a sense, that yeah. the way that you're referencing abilities. A medic with a really good shot. The first thing you think of is a medic sniper. Oh, wait, we've already got one of those. Yeah, so we yeah, already have right. one, yeah. Maybe it's one that walks up, right? He's a medic yeah. sniper. <laughs> it's Bastion, man. <laughs> I would love to see, I would love to see personally a 
combination between like Anna's character, which is that like, you know, projectile um, shot kind of. I love the projectile weapons in Overwatch. I think they're some of the most fantastically, you know, dynamic weapons in the game. But I would love to see someone with more mobility, but that perhaps has like a weakness up close. So, so it would be like a hybrid between like Ana and like maybe Genji. I was going to say, thinking, so like, you're thinking cool. of like a, a heal DPS hybrid. Almost, but support DPS yeah, but cross. don't go to DPS because then you got. Br- I love that. Don't, don't go there. Go there. You're, you're, you're tipping Brigida <laughs> points here. Well, Brigida is, is more of a. She's supposed to be a tank. Yeah, hybrid tank healer, right? Yeah. yeah. Because of the shield and and the, shield the, the armor and the that she armor. gives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one of the the conclusions or one of the comments that I've seen too is like people thinking, oh my god, they're going to give us another Brigitte. But the, the problem with Brigitte was not that she was a, a hybrid. The problem was that she had shield bash. Yeah, the stunning. Uh, so that's a different. Yeah, the stunning was a, that was the issue, not the fact that she she's a stunning last that one. <laughs> ah! Something, you did Something that we did here, and you know, this was with the addition of Brigida, was that they were the, the team was talking about kind of going back to the roots of the FPS genre, um, and I, I I like that. I think that you know, um, giving us more um, heroes with with you know either hit scan or projectile weaponry is is definitely you know a, an avenue that I like to play in, you know so. Hopefully, hopefully that we get, you know, we get a, a, a hero that's not super like, you know, up close or so ability dependent, yeah. but is could also have that skill shot mm-hmm. potential to make big plays. Of course, the other side to this is that the uh, good shot thing might be a complete red herring that Baptiste is the next healer and they're a good shot. Like Mercy can be a good shot. No. <laughs> yeah, that it's just uh, pointless information that yeah. they're giving. We're, we're theory yeah, crafting. Might theory be, crafting. but... <laughs> maybe like what they did with Ash, for instance. Ash is um is supposed to be that hero that's more in the middle. Like it's she's not a sniper. Anytime I see an Ash standing next to a Widowmaker, I want to just walk up to the Ash and slap her in the face, but then she kills me, so that is a bad idea. But um yeah, do you think that we'll see something like an Anna that can be more up close, that has abilities? Um, I'm trying to think of abilities that would make sense with the projectile uh, because to be honest another dart firing hero to heal I don't know it could uh, be based like the damage that they do then some kind of like the way Brigitte's flail she passive heals when she does damage it could be like that but kind of more distance based do you want to see that another one of these passive heals (sighs) Well, it means they can focus on killing things. Passive healing, yeah. I think, right now is a big problem in Overwatch, just because if you know, watching yeah. how things are just sus- the sustainability in this game is pretty insane as it is right now. Uh, I I like more direct healing, so it's more focused. But like the way I mean, it could be literally like it is purely dependent on the amount of damage that they are dealing. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. they want to be a good healer, they also have to be a really good shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe we'll see someone that, that throws in, for instance, small turrets that he has to shoot to make him explode and unleash healing gas. <laughs> healing oh. gas? One of, the, one of the theories, yeah, but wait, 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 let me clarify that. Wait, one of the theories that has been going around is, is that, that this is what... 
Arr. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Like that, he and Bastion would have a bird off. Can you imagine? I don't know if a bird off is a dirty word no in English, but I just thought Please, of it. Let's stop from going any further than that. Elaborate. No, no, no. no. Let's elaborate. LP, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Let, let's just off. go. Let's go f head first. Come on, we can do this. Is that uh, Bastion has a bird and uh, the new hero has a bird and that they can get out, like fight know. it out. It's a bird beak. Fight yeah. it out with the birds. Like bird like wrestling. Pokemon. Oh my God. <laughs> Genius. Genius. Pokemon fight with the birds. Yeah. Bring it on. He needs to be a pirate. I'm going to write a letter to Blizzard after the podcast telling them to make a pirate out of this I movie. I mean, but we've got reference to Tortuga, which is very typically... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's from Haiti, so uh, that would... Yeah, very piratey. Um, yeah. There's oh also God. a specific reference to them drinking rum and playing cards, which is what? also quite piratey. Why, why, have, why haven't I seen this before? <clears throat> I thought we, you were kidding about the pirate stuff. No, but it all it all comes to no no. What I wanted to say, but we're coming back to this pirate thing in a second. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm going to forget. But what I heard was that Moira it might be one of Moira's experiments. But a pirate? Nah, forget Moira. Fuck off, Moira. <laughs> Go back to Ireland. A pirate hero? Oh my god, I want this so bad. I mean, we've got a cowboy. We've got a ninja. That's true. We pirate snacks. Pirate snacks. That'd be dope. That would be excellent. And maybe. Maybe they say they're a medic that is a good shot to reference Anna, but not Anna as such, but Anna's pirate skin. Ooh. Oh, okay. Now you're now you're now I'm really getting <laughs> deep. Think, yeah, yeah. Now you're getting really deep. That, that's that's. I don't think. Uh, no, but honestly, I, I though, there is uh, the the last sentence is hopefully Baptiste will be among us playing cards and drinking rum instead of yeah. lying in a shallow island grave. Oh my god, he's a pirate. Like, how piratey? If I just gave you that sentence, you would think I was talking about pirates. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I would. Can you imagine that his alt is throwing a chest of gold? Does nothing. Really, nothing. But just throw a chest of gold. It's basically as useful as... Well, no, nah, Widowmaker's alt is more useful than that. Oh my god. I really hope it's a pirate. Because... Yeah, the name is Haitian, so we kind of figured he would be French because of the Paris map and blah blah blah. But he yeah, well, is they from do Haiti. speak a lot of Fr like there is a lot of they French do. speaking in Haiti. It used to be a colony, so yeah, it used to be a French colony. And Jean Baptiste is pretty up there in terms of French names. It is. It is. Um, I think it, it's a common name there too, in, in the sense mm -hmm. because they were a colony, so. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, it will be another black character in the game. But, well, that's the, the, the idea, at least, that people think that it will be... Um, um, Wait a minute. So yeah. that's, what that's if nice. his ship is called the Devil's Luck? Oh my god, that would be so cool! <laughs> <laughs> he has Bat the Devil's Luck. No, no, really, he has the Devil's Luck. Look, it's lying right there. It says Look. his boat. Baptiste was built to survive. He has the Devil's Luck. But oh if he's God, like no. surviving right now, it's like some rogue pirate in the Overwatch world. Uh, that'd be cool. No, no, I'll be, I think you're really onto something right here. I think... Um, Could be completely wrong, though. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, the, the fact that they would put in a boat, it would be awesome if his ultimate would be a huge pirate ship that just came Wait, at you. Those pirate ships. <laughs> okay, remember those pirate ships? Uh, you know, in like Anubis, when you look at the left side of the of the first point, like behind he's the choke. There's a there's a pirate ship that's just there floating. Is. 
there's a there's a pirate ship that's floating and then you look at like oasis for example like that in one of the maps i forget i think it's gardens you see that there's like a pirate there's not a pirate ship but it's a floating vessel of some sort you know it's like a hover mm. vessel it's yeah, a man. sky pirate oh my god that he can unleash uh, like um uh, bombs from his pirate ship that yeah just maybe his ultimate over. is like a mini air raid <laughs> my god i was going to say maybe it's the name of his weapon but no no we're getting we're doing better ideas here a pirate ship that floats over and just bombards you Cannonball. i'm starting to lose grasp on the whole support idea though but it doesn't matter it sounds awesome yeah Healing well pirates. pirate ships need medics too they do so he's not a captain <laughs> Well, he's his own captain now. He's his own captain. He's his own Captain Rogue pirate that's a pharmacist, not a pharmacist. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put that on a t-shirt, please? Well, when we find out Jean-Baptiste's logo, if he is the next hero, we'll have pharmacist, not pharmacist. Oh, my God. (laughs) As as t-shirts and badges. I'm really going to be disappointed if he doesn't turn out to be a pirate of some sorts, or at least not referencing pirate, or his he doesn't have a car that's called the Devil's Luck or something like that. That would be a huge waste of a, of a letter, to be honest. It would. Like they, yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, potentially, as excited as we are about the new pirate medic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've got six new names in this letter, and we know mm-hmm. how much of a tease Blizzard is. So exactly. it could be any one of those six, or, or even it could someone, be someone completely that. different. Yeah, totally, totally. And this is just something that Sombra has unearthed, unearthed, like while looking for the actual archives event that we're going to play. Yeah, like Operation White Dome. Well, I think uh, this could be a really this could be a reference to whatever. When it comes to events, there are usually less of a tease; they're more straight on. Mm. So I think we might see um, that operation that they were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I'm just really. Yeah, go ahead. I've seen some people talk about how like retrieving uh, Baptiste could be the next mission, but that would potentially mean like. Either Overwatch are trying to rescue him from Talon, which is one way they could do it, but they're not going to do it from the Talon side because that could end up being like the strike team that ends up dying. And that would mm-hmm. me mean coding like four extra heroes. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get four heroes at once that are all um, tanks and supports. But wait, like the first event was Overwatch focused. The second event was Blackwatch focused. It is it time for a talent event. I mean, yeah, and we have Doomfist, we have Moira, we have Widowmaker, and maybe the only thing uh, we don't Jean-Baptiste. have is a talent tank. Um, yeah, let me think. Did we have one in Blackwatch? We had Moira, we had Genji, we had McCree. No, it was, was three fourth? DPS and a healer. Who was the, t- the fourth person? So Mora, Genji, McCree, and a Reaper, of course. Yeah. And Reaper. So yeah, they didn't have a tank either. So no. So we, we do have enough talent members for it to be like Mo- but will they do Moira and Reaper for a second event? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. 
Um, in the first one, we had Reinhardt, Torbjorn, Mercy, and Tracer, which were totally different characters. But to be honest, like they're like all the other characters are either in the Junkers, like Roadhog and 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 uh, Junkrat. Um, they're all in other organizations, with, which makes it kind of difficult to in, to do them in the archives events. I think. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody else that we're missing? Like, okay, soldiers also in Overwatch. Um, yeah, we haven't had um, an event with Anna or Soldier yet. Mm-hmm. Like they've, we've heard them over the comms and stuff, but we've not played yeah. them. Um, yeah, might be interesting. It, it depends on who, who, um, or what side he's running off to. Is he going to join? But let's just presume it's all about Jean Baptiste. Is he going to join the Overwatch? Yeah, like, has he is... left Talon to join Overwatch? Has he left Talon just to do his own thing? We don't know. Yeah, maybe he's going to work for Vishkar. Maybe he's going to... Well, Vishkar is linked to Talon, yeah. so that would be weird. Um, or maybe he's going to become a junker. You just want to... He's, he's he's hooked on the vapes. And you maybe. just want to live in Australia. And be killed <laughs> by spiders. I don't know. He's a vape lord. <laughs> It's a vapor, exactly. But see, that's that's the, the, the interesting thing is that in a few days, or in, in a, let's say by the next episode of the podcast, we'll I guess know. I'm just going to double check to see if then you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's like he's been announcing. Just, like, talking just make about. sure that they're, they're not doing something right now. <laughs> Don't you think I have Twitter open and I'm watching? He's refreshing th- every two seconds. Trust ah! me, exactly. He's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> A professional freak. I don't know. You can professional you can refresher. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but this is this is uh, again. It shows, like LP said earlier. I think it was before we started recording. But there's so much stories going on, and they keep adding stories in between. And it, it just every hero, every map, every like with the Paris map too. Now we have the Paris map is live. We can run around on that map. We see a lot of small stuff that seem to reference at Omnic crisis uh, things. But the only the only thing you can do is guess and try to come together with a few people like we just did and start brainstorming about what will be happening. But at the end of that conversation, you always have like a moment where you think, yeah, but what what's the truth now? What what's Mm-mm. lore what's and interestingly canon. enough fun fact about Cuerva's name it it's Spanish but it comes from the Latin meaning to hook and we are officially hooked mm. <laughs> okay I don't want to say Pyre Hero confirmed but uh, Pyre Hero <laughs> yeah. confirmed I only hear things that Point towards uh, pirates. To be I only honest. hear what I want. We hear. have taken the bait. We are hooked. <laughs> yeah, but this is really interesting. I had not seen the pirate theory, and I had not even like made any of the links myself. But now that you put you throw in that one word pirate, and it all makes sense. It all comes together in a really beautiful, beautiful way. Um, but yeah, that's just ignoring the fact that he has to be part of um, Talon. And they don't seem like the kind of organization that is like going to hire a pirate or anything. And he has been trained by talent, so I think he has been in that organization for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he's even being given the option to return and isn't just being like instantly... 
Yeah, but that's interesting. That's something I would never have attributed to talent to be able to be that forgiving to well he is very exceptional in his skill set. yeah i mean they've said they need him now more than ever so like one other theory that i saw is that this takes place right after the last archives event so like talons just lost their leader whether that was planned or unplanned Mm -hmm. um and so they kind of need the support and they need people to not like switch sides. Yeah, because that's bad PR. That's bad. Absolutely. Group dynamics. <laughs> that's bad to have a really excellent healer on the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's bad news for everybody. But there could be some other event that has just happened for them to be so desperate and go, right, normally we would kill this guy, but we need his skills more than we need to make an example of him. So he gets one chance to come back, and then if he won't, he's dead. You know, I'm just I'm just really excited that for the future of Overwatch, especially considering that Blizzard has said that we need more tanks and more supports. The next so, six heroes are going to be tanks and supports. That's going to be so amazing. I know. I'm so happy. Next six heroes, that's crazy, man. That's two years of... Um, two years worth of of uh, tank and support heroes yeah i know unless they ramp up the rate that they're putting them out but yeah i don't see them but we're not that, seeing but... it yet so no no i think they're really really busy but not on new heroes to be honest like okay we got the paris map we have all this new um this teasing going on but Could i haven't you imagine seen if face. they pulled a double hero release that was a you know when when they did the the blizzcon um little trailer well the the little animated short and then he said like well we have several people in here that could be nice heroes and i was so convinced he was going to say so we made them all heroes yeah he said no no we have this one and this one i'm like could we forgive them for the silence sorry could we forgive them for for smacking dropping, the mic? Can we you, forgive them for that? Falling off. Um, that kind of depends on whatever we'll be seeing and when we'll be seeing it. To be honest, I'm really, really worried. And don't tell anybody else. This is between us. Yeah. That they'll keep doing this up till the next BlizzCon. And what this weird hiatus? This, yeah. And that would be Ooh. bad, in my opinion. But who am I? You know, but I feel that that worries me. If, for instance, the thing I'm hoping for is by the next archives event that they'll be coming with, guys, we're done with telling you these one-off stories, one for one. We got something big for you (laughs) next year. um, You have to live with one more of these stories, but next year we're going to do something really beautiful. We have the story mode for you, or we have a different game in works or something like that. They're going to wait till BlizzCon to present it to us. We discussed this just before the podcast. Like, I think a lot of content creators are looking elsewhere, looking around, kind of worried. Like, what what is going on here? And 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 yeah, they need to keep the ball rolling somehow. And I don't mind the 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 fact that we we are in a sort of modus where we get maps and heroes, but it's the silence that worries me so much. Yeah. Like the fact they don't talk to anybody, they don't talk to us, they don't talk to the community. Jeff hasn't done a developer update in this year since 
since BlizzCon, I guess. Yeah, that on no, right? genuinely, that was the last one. Was the Monday yeah. after BlizzCon. That was the last developer update that he did. He didn't wish us happy and, Christmas. And, he didn't wish us happy new year. He, he didn't the, wish the, us the, happy Lunar New Year. <laughs> he hasn't like hopefully he'll do one with the new hero. I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah, I hope so too. Because I really I really think they need to show something before the next BlizzCon. The next BlizzCon is going to be and it's going to be focused on a lot of other stuff. So maybe it's going to be Gamescom. I mean, they have to be working on something because even though we're getting these teasers, they're not working on Hero 30 because Hero 30 is already fully playable. To be honest, this team has become so big and they're still hiring. They still have um, job openings. They're still adding new people to their team. Mm -hmm. They are going to get, and we're going to discuss this a little later, but they're moving resources towards Overwatch. They're clearly working on something big. If you look at the output that we're getting and the, the number of people that are working on the game right now, it's it's really clear that there's a huge gap and there are resources working on something that they do not want to talk about right now. Yeah. But yeah, with, with all the other games going a little bit, like uh, Heroes of the Storm has gotten a really big hit. Um, Hearthstone might be coming back. Hearthstone's kind of quiet. It's quiet enough that they're asking people for advice. Uh, (laughs) But that shows that there's there's an intention of bringing Hearthstone back to a level where it's interesting. They're trying to, you know, that moment where you, after a long, 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 long battle that you think, okay, let's just regroup and see what our next step will be. Yeah. We're in that mode. Um, that's slightly different for Overwatch. Um, they they got outplayed. Well, outplayed the the, the whole their the scene where they have to work in is not theirs. They're not dominating that whole area. While with Hearthstone, Hearthstone is very dominant when it comes to the card games. There are other card games that are focused to other audiences that are doing really well and that people consider to be better. But when it comes to his sheer numbers and people uh, that are playing it and just the general conception. Uh, am I saying conception? No. Um, consensus. Consensus? No, that's not the word I was thinking of. But just the the way that people perceive that title is as one of the dominating titles in its genre. Yeah. And that's that's no longer the case for Overwatch because of the whole Battle Royale thing, because of a lot of other titles. It, there's so much competition in that on that level, so it's a different story. It's not easy, to be honest, but... Yeah, we're all hungry. We want more. That's basically it. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> Why? That's a, that's a random. Because Florida Mayhem just signed Mick Gravy. Woo! Who's that? Uh, Austin Clare. <laughs> I'm glad you're seeing it because I wasn't going to be that one. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know who McGravy is. McGravy? Well, he's a he participated in uh, Overwatch World Cup for Team USA back in 2018. He is the off-tank player now for the Florida Mayhem. Oh, awesome. No, and best of all, it's McGravy. So we still got a little bit of McDonald's in our name, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Gotta keep it fresh. Get it, get it. The colors ah. and the McGravy. All right. So yeah, let's let's return to the, the the rumors for one more moment. So 
which of these other characters, Hannah, because you have been studying them, you have been watching them. I, which of these other people uh, do you, do you think might be the 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 one that uh, if it isn't Jean Baptiste, that's a candidate to be an, a hero? So I don't think it's going to be any of the other strike team members yet. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like we we don't know anything about them. They are referenced. Obviously, it's Blizzard, so it can could end up being one of them. Um, but I've not really got much to to give anyone on those three because mm-hmm. they're literally just a list of names. They're strike yeah, team members. Like- they failed. That's. <laughs> I think that's why everybody's so. They either on the hang on, hang it. on. They either failed or Baptiste recruited them. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. That he didn't kill him. He just took their badges, put them in a box, and said, "You're working for me now." Yeah. And he's starting his own organization. Oh God, we don't need another faction. No, instead of Talon, it's called Tusk. <laughs> Wow. He was really he had he had nah, he had, it wasn't really inspired when you had to think of a name so bold. I was just thinking, hey, what what else could we do, guys? Be pirates and with me. A- <laughs> yeah, they're going to start a pirate group. Oh my god! Um, which leaves to be honest, I would be in for yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know the the pirate faction. Yeah, I'd be joining. New main. Which leaves you? Yeah, were going so to say it which leaves. leaves- the Vietnamese analyst and the the head of this strike team. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be the head of the strike team. Um, yeah, just by the fact that they only give his... Um, well, it could be a good sign or a bad sign. They don't give his first they, name. They only give his last yeah, name. Yeah, they only give the last name and the last name literally just means like to hook or to grapple. So... Yeah. And I, I feel like other, it's just it's like right there just to make us mm. yeah yeah just to laugh at us and tell us hey we got you guys yeah. but, um, <clears throat> the other strike members do they have a first name or only the last names too no they only have they only have their last names so basically the analyst is the only one that has his first and last name mentioned uh, other than John Baptiste yeah yeah okay and he is, I think he is an artist. I don't know if he's on the Overwatch team though. But yeah, I think it's a rather common name in Vietnam, mm. to be honest. I've heard a lot of people with that last yeah, name. Yeah, it's it's the most the common surname. Yeah. And then uh, there's the, the last scenario is that it will be so, someone totally different that's somewhere related to to him or whatever. But that would be, you know, with, with, with Orissa, there was a link with the person they were teasing. So like with Arissa, they they spoke about Effie at first, and I remember everyone being like, "Oh my God, you can't send an eight year old onto the battlefield, Blizzard! You've crossed the line." And then you know, it was Arissa, and we were like, "Okay." Ah, uh, you got us, you sneaky devils! <laughs> Who were they teasing when they released Brigitte? Um, his name was Esme. Remind me again. What he was me? just some guy that at some point from Overwatch who worked with Anna and was involved in Operation White Dome. Yeah. It's me, Sarioglu, Did they do this similar kind of, of teasing, like with, with files and what is not? Yeah, uh, so it was a similar thing. It was like a 
a declassified mm-hmm. um here's some information and like you scrolled through and it had like the all the artwork that we were going to get for archives um because it was just before the rebranding um but it turned into something that became nothing <laughs> yeah but so basically they were that was not even in any way linked to Brigitte. Nope. But still, I remember that a lot of people were convinced that we would see Brigitte. Yeah, because, and then hero. so they gave us that. And then the very next thing we got was like a picture yeah, of, the of a worktop. And, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So yeah, we we can expect them to send us another or to 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 see them tweet a lot of stuff that will uh, help us figure it out. And as closer that we get, it turns out to be Hypnotoad is the next hero. No way! I love Hypnotoad. So yeah, he would be awesome. I actually would, managed to find our old Captain. article on Operation White Dome, um, mm-hmm. just with a tiny Google search. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so this was for Hero 27. It was written from the point of view of Anna, described an operation that took place in Istanbul, Turkey. Um, they were trying to stop another Omnic uprising. It was Torbi- the mission that Torbjorn lost his arm on. So that was the only oh, yeah, yeah. reference that we had to Brigitte. Uh-huh. Um, but then the pictures came and then we all started realizing that they were teasing yeah. us okay we'll so just have to watch Operation they, White Dome is Torb Anna Reinhardt and Private First Class Emery Sarioglu what? he was Turkish right? yeah mm-hmm. I remember that <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Would they do it again? Something like that? Or would they for once just give us what we think they'll be giving us? Well, it's not for once. They did it before. Well, we'll know yeah. by next week. I, I next still week, think it be crystal clear. that it's going to be... I still think that we will get this guy. <laughs> and I do think okay, we let's, will let's... get an Istanbul map at some point. At some point, for sure. Yeah, but now um, I also think we're going to get a Tortuga map. Oh, yeah. But there were there have been rumors, for, I guess, every part in the world where we'll be able... I remember this one... Was it called again? There was this one mountain somewhere in Finland that everybody was sure we were going to get a map. They're looking all over the world, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, let's make it official then. Okay. Hannah, you think that it will be Jean-Baptiste? And that yeah. he'll be a pirate. If it's any of the six named in the letter, it'll be Baptiste. Okay. LP? I think it's going to be the pirate. Baptiste. So, uh, yeah. Baptiste. It's going to be a pirate. Okay. Yeah. It's going to Baptiste be Baptiste. For me, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. See, like his full name, honest- Jean Baptiste Augustine, and everyone just calls him Baptiste. He's already got a call sign. Yeah. There was this one nickname that was going around already. Um, Meltdown was the the nickname that was also grabbed somewhere in one of these files that people thought that might be his nickname. Um, 
But mm-hmm. meltdown as a support is of I course. Don't, I don't I want hand, my doctor to have a meltdown. I <laughs> no, nobody does. No. <laughs> but a pirate a pirate called meltdown. That's cool. On the other hand, it sounds cool. Yeah. So So okay, let's just say that the whole cast of the Omnic Weekly is convinced that the next hero will be Jean Baptiste and that he's going to be a pirate. Yeah. I think we will be fifty percent right. I'm really worried about the pirate part, but I'm going to be extremely happy if we're 100% right. (laughs) I'm not too concerned. I think that, you know, bringing a pirate character into the game definitely hits every angle. Like Hannah said, we got the ninja. We got the archer. We have the little midget man. We have the big (laughs) armored man. We got the cowboy. We have the knight. We have the knight. We have the dwarf. Exactly. Exactly. You have the rocket queen. Yeah. We just need yep. a pirate. I think once we get the fire, that's it. Complete circle. Oh, we yeah, don't have a bard yet. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be honest. The moment they put a hamster into the game... Although technically Lucio is the bard. Oh, He is, he is. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what's a bard again? For A bard... A, um, like, so, musician. Yeah, historically, bards went round telling stories. They were like the equivalent of medieval newspapers. Um they would go around telling stories, singing songs for a living, and they would often kind of talk about things that happened. Um, In kind of like fantasy games, a bard will play music to buff his or her teammates. Or to debuff the enemy. That's so funny. Yeah, that's definitely Lucio in that case. (laughs) It's a clear description of what he does. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Let's bring in the pirates. I'm all for it. like like I said before, if you bring a hamster, you can bring anything to this game. Yeah. So they can make anything work. All right. You know what, guys? Let's all find out together next week what this hero will be. Make sure to check the Omnic post. Like, I'm refreshing my Twitter feed while I'm sleeping. No shit. Uh, I remember one time that I woke up in the middle of the night because I had, like, this feeling something was being posted. And I was so right. And Hannah laughed, yelled at me for um, being up so late, but I was right. Yeah. So we keep keep an eye I on the other post. I think we've both done it at some point, just gone, <gasps> Yeah. My I need to work. <laughs> yeah. I need to boot my laptop <laughs> right now. <laughs> wow. And by, by, by next week, we should know who the hero will be and are... Will who they are. are. <laughs> oh, that was better than mine. Thank you. Um, yeah, there were some other things that we want to discuss and let's touch on this uh, shortly. But of course, it's not all good news. Um, because we did not do an episode last week, it kind of was not addressed. But Blizzard had some really bad news two weeks ago where they had to... Well, and not not only Blizzard. It's Blizzard Activision, which is the... Um, the, the group above Blizzard and Activision. So the thing, the company, they started together to shelter their both companies. Um, we had to lay off 800 people. And the thing is, of course, that during that same call, they told everybody, their shareholders, that they had the most successful year in their history. But still, they had to lay off 800 people. So now everywhere you go and you see, except for, for this week, for instance, there was a lot of new loot coming out. So a lot of new stuff that they introduced. They had this deal with Hasbro and Hasbro went to the game fair and started throwing out masks, um, new figurines, uh, new nerf guns. It was just like 
Christmas all over again. And every post had a few comments that said like they fired 800 people, but they're still making merch, <laughs> which is understandable as a comment, but it's yeah. totally unrelated. No, yeah, so. it's not Hasbro's fault. I mean, the deal with Hasbro would have been made ages ago. Yeah. And, and I think it's more... Like we need to look at this. It's not. A, it's it's bad news for the people that got fired. There's no discussion about that. It really sucks. It's awful. It's awful, exactly. Um, and I don't think it will happen again in the sense that Blizzard um, has always been that company that um, that did not um, hold back on hiring new talent for whatever they needed to support their developers which is still it's a it's a developer focused company that's something you hear from everybody on the inside and outside that it's a company that's really focused on the people that make the games and all the others around it um you have these types of companies you have companies that are sales focused and then the sales people will be the thing that they'll invest in and that they'll try to protect and then all the others like developers and artists are more on the outer circle and feel uh, can be drawing the short straw to be honest my companies like that that i work for in real life it's awful no but yeah there are companies like that and it's 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 a strategy and in my opinion a sales strategy is not always the best one but that's just me um, but that's because I'm a creator myself, so yeah. I'm biased <laughs> as fuck. Um, but Blizzard is also a creative, and then but they keep they kept on hiring people in that outer circle, and then Activision just I guess that's my that's what I presume happened, and 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 the fact that we saw Mike Morham leave a few months ago kind of only confirms that because he is one of those people that that facility or that did that because he did it out of a love for the company and because he saw opportunities said like guys you're growing too fat around that edge to be using a really weird um um way of putting it but you know what i mean like you could, you're spending too much money on stuff that is not really critical and then you have a hard call to make which is uh painful for everybody involved i cannot imagine that it's easy for the people uh, at Blizzard in management. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about Activision, but <laughs> they're not my biggest friends. No, same. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, I really, I have mixed feelings about all this. I feel so sad. For, I saw this one tweet of a guy that said, I just lost my dream job. And it's, that's heart wrenching. Like there's a lot of people in our community, a lot of people that we work with that see working for Blizzard as the Holy Grail going to yeah. in that office in Anaheim and um is it in Anaheim it is right yeah yeah I'm always no I can always get the, the two confused Anaheim is where um Blizzcon oh, is it's Irvine isn't it Irvine is where yeah that's it Irvine is where the office of Blizzard is so they're totally different cities but I was gonna mix up <laughs> I don't know it's all America to me uh, uh, <laughs> Okay. But Anaheim is ridiculous. This is why I've stayed silent the whole time. <laughs> but you let us get... We got just, there in the end. We got you there. You did. Um, so, yeah, I've been there on... I drove past the company. It's really beautiful. It's like they have this one avenue, Blizzard Avenue, that's dedicated to them. It's a really beautiful city. It's a really... You would think it's a big city, but it's a little town. 
and and in between all these houses there's a big campus the blizzard campus is kind of a, but still okay i'm getting distracted He's f- you're fanning too hard right now yeah i am sorry all um, those but people of, that just lost their job and you're describing their yeah, old home painful, they're now painful, crying but, but those people don't listen to our podcast um uh, well if they do i'm sorry um yeah, but I, I guess everybody wants to work there. They want to go through that gate and, you know, be a part of that big dream and that big story. And then, um, yeah, it did not happen. Or it I mean, they for even a have a, a Twitter that just talks yeah. about life working at, at Blizzard. And it, it's been suspiciously silent since. Well, um, I've, seen, I've seen a tweet this week, but yeah, yeah. Like you know, they'll they'll talk about like the menu and 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 retweet employees talking about their day and it's it's sad to see if those people that were so happy to be there to to have to leave their jobs yeah um, but it's it's part of of reality I guess and on the other hand it, it I see a lot of things being dragged in which don't make sense. Um, it's seen as another sign on the wall that it's going really bad with the company that Activision, I don't know how much, I don't, I think Activision is of course involved, but, uh, I don't think it's a, um, a grab for power that they're going to, um, well, have a bigger influence in Blizzard because they're not touching on anything creative. They're not touching on any of the games that they're making. So I think it's more of a shareholder thing. But it was sad. It was oh, sad it's news. Definitely and a shareholder thing. No one else can be so rude and heartless. Yeah, exactly. Those people are just focused on one thing, and that's money. They want to see their stocks just. They want to see those player. extra minions in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I mean, they do make a lot of money. I, you know, we we did hear some pretty big millions in the numbers for like signing bonuses and whatnot um but you know it really sucks that they got to cut you know some of the people that are you know really passionate about making uh some of these dreams come true and in terms of you know game design and character design and we did hear some good examples like from nintendo um one of the lead uh this is gonna sound very bad because i don't know exactly what i'm talking about but I know what he said. He <laughs> said that he doesn't want to cut employees off because he knows that this is their passion and this is their drive. And he thinks that keeping those people around will only inspire these creations and keep the stories, you know, <clears throat> memorable throughout people's lifetimes. And look what Nintendo has done. You know, we have franchises that have lasted the well, not the test of time, but that are still around and as popular as ever Mario and Donkey Kong and Legend of Zelda, you know. Yeah, it was it was here, back but. in 2013. Um, it was the he was the CEO of Nintendo, and yeah, he took a 50 percent pay cut so that he didn't have to fire anyone. Yeah, what and it, and I think to be honest, I think Blizzard is also that same kind of company that would do that, but I don't think Activision is, and that that's where things went wrong. Um, but yeah, who are we to to presume? I guess I know we don't have the full story, so we shouldn't go. We shouldn't get too crazy at them. Yeah, let's just hope that it doesn't happen again. Um, Yeah, 
there will always be people fired, but not at this rate, anyways. All right, but we we addressed that, and there was one last thing I wanted to talk about, and I think LP will be really excited about it. We had the first week of Overwatch League, guys. Yes! It started again, and we all had these. We talked about it two episodes ago. We all had these expectations of what was going to happen, and one of the things, and I don't want to rub it in, Hannah. I'm really sorry, but I'm using it as an example. Was um, the Spitfire was going to dominate? Oh man, I was so wrong on all of my predictions. Gosh, this has been a roller coaster of a of a first week. It's been uh, crazy. It's been it's crazy. Been insane. Like, yeah, it's every team has beaten each other back to back to back. I, there's actually um, a funny little interpretation of exactly what went down in the Overwatch League. So let me start off here with the Dallas Fuel. The Dallas Fuel beat Soul Dynasty. Soul Dynasty beat the Los Angeles Gladiators. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Gladiators beat the Shock. The Shock beat Dallas. There's some sort of crazy little like square going on here where each team is beating each team. And, you know, that's that's what I was talking about two weeks ago that I'd hoped that would happen this season is that they would all be somewhat at the same level. And that we would see less dominating and more. uh, Yeah, like we are seeing now, like like we talked about again, we talk a lot about just before the podcast, to be honest, we should start recording that stuff, too, and just put it in as a bonus. (laughs) <laughs> um, we were also talking about the fact that mayhem is doing great right now and um that's something that with all due respect of course we would not have expected last season the only constant the only thing that remains the same is of course our friends the dragons are still um are still looking for that first win but um it's it's nice to see things being switched up and only not only being switched up because people moved from one team to another and there's other people at the top or other people dominating. No, we're seeing it. We're coming into a situation where there's not only four or three teams that have a chance on getting into the playoffs, but we have a lot more teams that can handle each other and that there's no one that can safely make a prediction of who will be winning this season or who will be at the playoffs. And it's so that's good. really exciting. Yeah, I love it. It's, that's what I had hoped that would happen this season. And, uh, you know, it's one weekend. <laughs> Let's hold our breaths a little longer because you know how that goes. It might just be the the, the early season jitters. People still need to find their swing. And maybe in four weeks, we'll be all be back to, oh, my God, NYXL is dominating. Spitfire is back on their horse and killing everybody. It's you. I don't know. But I love it. I'm really happy with that first week. And it's it's been interesting. I think it's really necessary for the Overwatch League to have this dynamic going over. This momentum. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Every game last week, you know, from beginning to end has been just, uh, it's been a roller coaster of a ride. I mean, sure, we are seeing the GOATS meta used quite often, but, you know, we are seeing some other team compositions. No, like no the we're not seeing, DPS. we don't use that word. The casters don't use that word. I know, okay, but they, but, but we do. Three and three. I do. I do. We got that three-three three setup going on. Um, you've seen a variety of heroes, and I think we're getting to a healthier uh, state of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Reaper is still trash at the pro level, by the way. Oof, have we seen them pull out the Reaper? And has well, you know, 
we've seen various results, but more of them lead to being a trash. Yeah. And the and Reaper is an issue on lower levels, on higher levels, if you're But focusing. he is an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. And, you know, and I don't mind having him there. Whatever. Let him, let him, let Reaper do his Reaper thing. At one point, that player is going to reach a skill cap. All right. Okay. I'm talking the truth here. True, true. <laughs> Sorry, Reaper mains out there, but uh, I'm just being real with y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think we've seen a lot of diversity in, in heroes. We haven't really seen the, the Soldier 76 being pulled out. I think that's the one hero that we haven't seen so far in the Overwatch League. Yeah, he's vanilla. Feels, feels bad. He's a vanilla boy. <laughs> but, um, you know, everything else has been so much fun. The Atlanta game versus Florida Mayhem. DeFran pulling out the Torb on us. Yeah, I was just going um, to say, I was waiting till you were done to say this, but we have actually seen a Torb being played. There is actual footage of Torbjorn <laughs> oh my getting playtime in, in the Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. just awesome. and for really grabbing that point hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, so it's it's been it's been a great it's been a great first uh, week. And um, actually, we're right now. If you're like we said, if you're tuning in right now, this is a, a Friday. So by the time you hear this, uh, we will be in the future. So future ears, please mm. go into this with heed this warning. But um, yeah, so I've seen a lot of a lot of hype behind Overwatch League, and the numbers on Twitch are looking pretty healthy. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's I'm having a lot of fun. It's it's uh, really a big contrast if you watch the Overwatch, if you watch the Overwatch channel in, in general, like the Overwatch <laughs> channels. Um, when there's no match going on, you have about fourteen thousand people watching, and if the Overwatch League starts, you're back at two hundred thousand. So that's that's nice to see, and. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people in as we approached season two, and, and uh, the general thing is still is well, I find it really difficult to watch because there's so much happening. But I'm I'm starting to feel like um, the whole all the systems that they're implementing, the way that they're casting, it all it's all making big steps forward and towards bringing the gameplay to and on a level where you don't need to be playing the game to understand what is happening because mm. i think that has been the issue up till now and is still the issue but they're making progress like um if you watch for instance a rocket league game you see four cars bumping a big ball really clear what is happening you don't need to play to understand what is happening and uh, with the overwatch league that has been a bit of an issue up till now but it's it's getting better but yeah we're really hard to um we know exactly what's going on, so we're not the best audience to uh, to assess that. Yeah, I mean, I've tried to kind of get other people who are super into esports into Overwatch esports, and if they've not played it, they find the transition really difficult. The transitions from? Uh, like just watching other stuff. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. this one fan in particular, she both plays and watches a lot of Dota. Mm-hmm. Um and when the league first started last year, I was like, come on, please. I know you're into watching like competitive esports. You've written about it. You've watched it. Join me on the Overwatch train. And she was like, I don't get it. So I don't find it fun. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> My God. But My with God. all these all these systems that they implemented, like with the colors and, and the way they're casting... Have you tried it again to convince her of uh, watching? I might. I might. Mm. I'm curious, I really want to... Because it's it goes m- more and more difficult for us to 
uh, look at it objectively because we know what what is happening if we see a diva pulling off her alt we can tell the difference between a good and a bad well anybody can if you watch the kill feed but um yeah i think that will be the big different differentiator in the, the the future when it comes to bringing in new crowds i guess is getting we know what we want we know what we want and when we, we want, want the juice <laughs> It's juice, all right. Um, anything else you want to add, LP, about this first season? Something that you um, uh, something I'm I'm really liking is the first week, level of, lo- the level of uh, engagement from well f- from the fans, obviously through um, you know being able to go to these watch parties and being part of these events on the community aspect. But um, you know, for those that don't, the all access pass this year has just been super pog. It's so I mean, cool. Y- yeah, the, 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 uh, you know, sometimes you'll run into those psychedelic, uh, type of, you know, voice cameras where like, oh, somebody messed up. You know, this is, uh, this is not supposed to happen. Why is everything here in rainbow colors? And <laughs> why is the sound coming out so weird? It's like alien contact. But other than that, I think the all access pass is very awesome this year. Um, it, if you don't have already have it, it, it's on the Twitch, uh, website. So you can, you know, Get your Overwatch League All Access Pass, which involves the player POVs, 200 OWL tokens, and 20% off for the Overwatch League gear store. Not to mention, you also get really cool little um, Twitch emotes and uh, those little icons next to your name. So it's it's a great... badges! The badge, that's what they're called, the badges. Yeah, and the emotes are super cute. I can't get over them. And it's just fifteen yeah. bucks, so it's not it's like fifteen a, bucks. Yeah, it, it pays for itself. Like 200, 200 Overwatch League tokens is already right there. Like mm-hmm. you're, you know, yeah, ten exactly. bucks. So you're paying for like a really good price. Exactly. And, Although and for having people said that, that, I've not received my tokens yet. Really? Neither have I. I do. I wonder anyway, where I, they did, are. I got. I got them. So um. So I've had check. my token, like the drip tokens, from watching matches, but I've not had my tokens from getting the pass. I did, I did. I just, even, like, instantly. I, I, I agree with you there, Hannah. Is it PC only? Because that would suck. No, no, I don't think it's PC only, but maybe there's a delay because you guys are not on PC. That might be it. We're watching you, there Blizzard. Be, yeah, we keep an eye on them. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the people that, that are not used to or that are, are of the opinion, uh, like Hannah's friend, that it's too complicated to watch this season pass with the different POVs, helps to understand certain things it, it makes it a little easier to follow uh well you follow just one character at that point and it could be helpful in um getting to understand what the heroes do and stuff like that but i really like it i really enjoy it and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season but um yeah of course uh, for the people that did not know yet lp has a weekly thing that he does uh on twitch and I'm still um, thinking of maybe adding it as a, a different as a podcast, uh, but I need to figure out how we could do that. But um, the aftermath is where LP discusses everything that happens. Um, LP and a special guest. Sometimes it's Darky. Sometimes you know we have Yum Yum Rice. No, I've told uh, you we've changed the ca- names. Uh, See the ramen listen, or ricey. I, all right, so Rot, we have them, and then we also have. Um, Canary Bird. Uh, some of you may know her as Canary Burb. Burb. 
but she's uh she's also going to be joining us at some point but yeah so it's, it's an aftermath where we recap the night of the overwatch league well i try you know you know me i i, I sit in front of my tv just watching that all day and night for you guys so i can come and share with you the news but we have you know we have a nice discussion and we always try to throw in some fun little gimmicks in there for y'all that are tuned in so if you join us uh, we're looking to have one on monday as well uh monday or sunday depending on the day but we will let you know <laughs> you just stay tuned with us yeah it's going to be most likely monday right this week I've seen a lot of most likely Monday. Yeah. If not, if I'm feeling spicy or ricey, <laughs> I'll uh, do it Sunday. All right. How about that? Well, I guess that's about it for the content, but we still have one more thing that we have to take care of. And I think Hit me with it. we all we all agree that it's the most important part of, of the whole of this whole podcast, to be mm-hmm. honest. It's about I wouldn't time give it that, that much credit, but yeah, if you still, still. If I read the comments, the if I read the comments and I, I listen to people talking about it, they're always really, really happy. Are they really? Yeah, yeah that we get to the point of LPP. I don't know. It's <laughs> Here we go. If it's the name or the content, but still <laughs> LPP. <laughs> Here we go. All right, for this week's LPs, peas, we will go into the cast of overwatch and who their voice actors are so basically if you're someone that follows the actors and the voice actors uh you know you'll know exactly how to win this game this is very easy i'm gonna say a name of the voice actor and you're gonna tell me the character that they play Ooh. are we ready for this yes and the first one let's go easy here okay. who is Whose character is Darren DePaul? Pick me. Reinhardt. Oh, oh, you can. Oh, that was really good. Oh, no. That was good. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. I'll leave the next it. one to uh, Hannah. Uh, Hannah, you can do okay, the next Okay, okay. Who is Charlotte Chung? She is Diva. Oh, come on. You had to do it like Diva. I did all this Reinhardt imitation. You can do a Diva. Come on. Gigi. Oh. Gigi. Exactly. There Perfect. Happy Halloween. All right. (laughs) Next one. Or get a little a little more, you know. Who is Josh Petersdorf? (gasps) Roadhog. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. This is good. We're killing it. All right. Next one is for Hannah. Who is Travis Willingham? Ooh, that's a that's a feisty one. Oh my god, I don't know. I think I do. Go ahead, go for it. Junkrat. It's actually Halfred Glitchbot. What? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so mean, man. That was pretty good, right? I, I think Anna, just Anna like, is really pissed now. I She's mad at her. Like, ball and a half. <laughs> Travis is in Overwatch? What? <laughs> I thought it was the, the voice actor for Junkrat because he has a, a name I cannot remember. So, uh, yeah, the glitch bot. He's not up front either. He's not really in the. He, he doesn't uh, like being in the spotlight, I guess, while all the other voice actors do. All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to um, the next one. You know, we'll, keep, we'll go to the next one. All right. Who is Jennifer Hale? You can do this one too, Hannah, because he trolled you with the last one. Just... Oh boy. 
She's hit a wall. She's hit the blank wall. Hello. You can do it. You can do it, Hannah. I'm, I'm still shocked that Travis is in Overwatch. <laughs> Forget Travis. I can't. I can't. Um, is it Who Ash? Who is Jennifer Hale? Yeah. It is Ash. It is. Good search, by the way. It wasn't. <laughs> I was looking up Travis. <laughs> sure you were. She does not sure like you. it when a accuser was searching. She gets really angry. I am going to print it. screen. Oh, my All God. Right. Who is Aaron Phillips? Um, oh, that name rings a bell. Of course it does. It rings many bells, as it should. Um, Where's our chat? Where is it? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Hannah? Okay. Want to do a guess? Who is Aaron Phillips? Aaron Phillips. Mmm... All right, is guys. this a I, weird one up. or is it a main cast one? It's it's actually one of the most main heroes. Oh in yeah, the game. soldier! It's soldier. Is it soldier? It's training bot voice. My God, dude! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last but not least, Crispin Winston Freeman. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. good. That was good. That was really good. All right, well, that is your cast. Of the week. All right. Yeah, there were some difficult ones in there, especially the bots that you keep uh, referencing. Oh my God, what's up with your uh, your Chrome, uh, Hannah? All these tabs look so colorful. Well, if you read them, you'll know they're all podcast related. Yeah, no, no, but it's yeah. the butterflies that are... Oh, yeah. I like... <laughs> By the way, for those that are still confused as to what Halfred... Glitchbot is it's the voice inside the payload yeah. in Hollywood. The actor, the uh, omnic actor that's in the limousine, exactly. I can't believe yeah. it's Travis. But what what do you know Travis of? What, what else? Um, has critical he done? role. So he plays D and D with Matt Mercer, who voices McCree. Oh, okay. So they play D and D together every single week. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And has he done a... I see he did a... Well, I see he's in Critical Role, Team Sonic Racing, Kingdom Hearts. And he, apparently he's in the Avengers movie. Uh, the TV series. Oh, TV series. Oh, yeah, the animated TV series. He plays Knuckles okay. in Smash Bros. Ultimate. I might have seen him. I've seen an episode of Critical Role, so probably I've, I've known him. Okay, but yeah. So now we know that he voices it, and Hannah is really excited about that. Heck yeah. <laughs> but that's it for today. Yes. It is. All right. I wanted the confirmation to make sure. Um, Hannah, while we wait for the next, while people wait for the next episode, where can people find you on the interwebs? They will find me at Hannah McManor on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I'm also going to try and be more active on the um, podcast Twitter. So. All right. Sounds good. LP, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Lawns Ponds. That is Twitter and Instagram. You know where to go. Yeah. And follow the Chaos Crew. Make sure you to follow boys. the Chaos Crew. He works really hard to make um to make that a big success. And he, he's doing it. All right. Um, well, make sure to check out our Instagram accounts, the Omnic Post and Omnic Esports. 
um, we're updating daily, so make sure to join us there. For uh, the people that um, love to see a Twitch stream once in a while, we are also streaming on Twitch. And recently we started adding uh, some new games to that roster. So make sure to check that out. Twitch.tv slash AtomicsTV. Atomics with two eyes. Join us there. It's always a ton of fun. Thank you all for listening and sticking around until the end. You guys rock. Help us out by giving us a nice review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or whatever platform that you're listening. And make sure to subscribe. That is really important. All right. We hope to see you guys back next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Catch you soon.